This is the Engines of Our Ingenuity, made possible by the friends of KUHF Houston. Today, a chemist and his coffee. The University of Houston's Music School presents this program about the machines that make our civilization run and the people whose ingenuity created them. There's something vaguely sinister about addressing a president in Latin. It calls to mind John Wilkes Booth jumping off the balcony at Ford's Theater after shooting President Lincoln and shouting, Sic semper tyrannis, thus always to tyrants. So I wonder what was going through President Franklin Roosevelt's mind when he received a peculiar letter in 1942 as America was entering World War II. It began, minima rex non curat, the king does not bother with the details. An insult? But the letter continued, said President Curat et Minima, the president cares even about the details. So what now? Flattery? Where was this going? Some sort of covert intelligence? The letter was, after all, from a German-American, Peter Schlombohm. He held a doctorate in chemistry from the University of Berlin, but had abandoned this field for the life of an itinerant inventor. He emigrated to the U.S. in 1936 and had made himself busy filing patents by the dozen. The Latin, it turned out, was all for show. The inventor was just doing his best to impress an Ivy Leaguer. And the detail requiring presidential attention? A better cup of coffee for war-weary civilians. Schlumbohm had invented a new coffee pot, known then and now as the Chemex. He'd found a manufacturer willing to make it, Corning Glassworks, but the company needed special permission due to wartime regulations. Schlumbohm wasn't taking any chances. He went straight to the White House. The Chemex is a tempered glass vessel that looks like something only a chemist could create. The carafe and filter basket are all one piece in an hourglass shape. A wooden collar grips the middle, cinched with leather ties, a simple, elegant design that has Bauhaus written all over it. The coffee is filtered through special, heavyweight paper filters. But paper coffee filters weren't Schlumbohm's idea. They date back to 1908, when German housewife Melita Benz experimented with desktop blotting paper to remove the fine sediment from coffee. Before that, coffee making was a free-for-all. Early recipes instructed you to boil the coffee until it smelled good. Some used metal filters to separate the grounds. Some poured it through an old sock. Mmm, appetizing. The percolator, patented in 1865, was the quintessential American coffee apparatus through much of the 20th century. It evokes all-night diners, Edward Hopper, and the tarnished pot that lived on the stove. But a percolator boils and reboils the coffee, producing a strong and sometimes bitter brew. Schlumbohm was convinced that water, heated precisely to 200 degrees, should be poured once over medium-ground coffee beans. The chemist's formula was a hit. Today, even your local donut shop brews coffee this way, more or less. And the inventor's letter to the president? Fortunately, Roosevelt understood that for a country at war, bad coffee was one sacrifice too many. He personally approved production of the Chemex, and a caffeine-fueled nation has given thanks ever since. So, gracias tibiago, thanks that you are, Peter Schlumbohm. I'm Roger Caza at the University of Houston, where we're interested in the way inventive minds work.